back to another episode of the Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Kate. I am so excited for this episode. So I recently just got back from dinner. I went and I had a Moscow mule and it was a grand time. I got orange chicken, my absolute favorite. It was a blast. I went with my friend Lindsay and I got really inspired to record this episode. So I've been kind of procrastinating it all day because I had no idea what I exactly wanted to record. I was in a little bit of a brain fart, as some people might call it. I had some topics and ideas that are on top of my mind that I eventually want to record, but I couldn't decide like what this one would be. I've been really, I've been really trying to really make sure I'm putting the best content out there and I don't want to put anything less than that but I also want to make sure it's connected to my brand and what exactly I want my brand to be so ultimately when I started this podcast I want it to be a girl talk podcast like I want it to be like as if we're having a conversation in the bathroom like we're getting ready to go out and we're talking so that led me to kind of this episode of what I literally just had a conversation with one of my best friends as we're eating dinner we were talking about this and I was like holy shit I should make an episode off, off of this like this is great this is exactly kind of the direction I want to go to. And if I were listening to a podcast, like I would click on this because I myself have had times where I've been confused as hell as what to do in these situations. So this podcast episode is going to be all about never settling, knowing your worth, and the kind of navigating through being single, dating, situationships, all of that in your 20s. I have had my fair share of horrible dating experiences and I feel like I have I have some knowledge in knowing what to look for and what not to look for as well as how I am so okay with being single and how much I love being single of course I have my cons like I'm not saying I'm perfect and that I'm living the perfect life but I've definitely created a life that was working for me and it took some time and it took some struggles I definitely have my sad days about it as we all do, but I feel like this episode can really help someone and a lot of girls and even boys that are kind of going through this period of life, especially in your early 20s. Dating is hard, it's tricky, and I feel like society kind of puts this portrayal of how dating should be and where we should be in life, but it is so, so different from everyone. And just like know, if you're at different places than your friends or different places and maybe even listening to me talk in this episode, it is oh. Okay, everyone has different paths in life. This is my advice, and we're going to jump into my jigsaw puzzle of trying to figure out dating. Before we jump into it, as always, let's talk about my gratitude for the week, the fashion item I'm loving, and what I'm looking forward to, and of course, my new recent addition, what I'm drinking. Tonight, I am drinking my favorite, a Corona beer. As I say always, Gorgeous girls drink beer, and this gorgeous girl right here is loving her beer. I don't have a lime, so it's not as top tier as it could be, but she's she's doing all right. She's really hitting the taste buds. The gratitude for this week, I recently got invited to the Revolve Festival, and I almost shit my fucking pants when I read that email. So sorry for my profanity. I do apologize, but the amount of just gratitude I felt when I read that email, and it's just unbelievable to me 
that because of you guys and people follow my TikTok and my Instagram that I can get to, that I get to have this experience. Like I literally cannot believe it. I haven't even been like fully dedicated to influencing and being a content creator for not even a full year. And like this time last year I had nothing. I had never really worked with a brand before. I would post pictures on my Instagram like that were cute, but it was nothing really that serious. And if you would have told me this time last year that I would be invited to the Revolve Festival, I would have been like, there's no way you're, you're lying to me. You're a straight liar. I don't believe it. But it's happening. And I think a lot of that is due to I manifested it. I wrote it down. I had a whole goal list of everyone I wanted to work with. And this week I actually got to knock off my other dream brand. I got to work with Skims. And as you guys know, I talk about it a lot in my, even in my podcast, how much I love Skims. And that was my like last dream brand that I wanted to work with. And it is just so surreal to me to the point where I kind of cried about it today because I couldn't believe <laughs> like I am where I am today. And I'm so, so grateful. You guys don't even understand that I get to have this experience and I appreciate each and every one of you for listening if even if it's one person that listens to this episode it makes my heart so beyond happy okay now that I'm like literally tearing up talking about that I don't cry for much you guys but like this has been making me teary-eyed let's jump into my fashion item that I'm loving this week I recently made a purchase from Aritzia and as you guys know, I'm an Aritzia HOE and I got the Aritzia picture pants. I have not shut my pie hole about these pants on my TikTok if you follow me on that platform, but they are the most perfect pants I've ever worn. My bestie girl, Trini Tondelier, wore them to our last Revolve event and they looked phenomenal on her. So I had to order them and I got them this week. The material on them is insanely soft. They are the perfect amount of thickness. They're high rise and they kind of remind me of Forest and Iris. Like they have these very, very cute pockets. Like I'm obsessed with cargo pants that you guys don't even know. I will die in cargo pants. Like that will be my ghost outfit. You heard it here today. Me and cargo pants go hand in hand. We're besties. And these are like the ultimate twist on cargo pants where they fit flattering, but the pockets are unique. Again, like the Orson Iron pants, but not a million dollars. Like they think they were $128, so a little bit pricey, but they are very good quality pants that I will get a lot of wear out of. I am so sorry if you can hear my cat. She is currently on crack mode and she is running around with, of course, the most noisiest toy she could pick. She has this little platypus I got from Target. I've been very um, weird about her toys and I've been kind of wanting them to be like the cat version of the monastery baby toys, like very just aesthetic looking toys. But she has this platypus from Target and it has this little bell in it and it's her favorite toy ever. And of course, that's the one that she wants to play with right now, even though she hasn't touched it all day today. But of course, now's the time that she wants to play with it when I'm recording. So if you hear her, so sorry. All right, so what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to so much. I ugh, I don't even know where to start. So I'm moving in May, which I'm super stoked on. I am excited for a new place, 
for just a fresh start and like an opening of a new chapter. As you guys know, I graduated and I'm kind of just doing everything that I've wanted to do. And I think in a new place, it will kind of really set like the tone of like, this is a new change. Like I will be moving more into LA. Right now I'm living in Long Beach for school. So I'll be moving more into LA and excited to be around that and just be closer to everything. So right now I drive there and it's like a 45 minute drive. It's a hike. So I'm super stoked on that that's coming soon. I'm really stoked. I'm looking for places to live because my favorite and decorating. I just cannot wait. And I'm also looking forward to, I'm going to book a trip to visit Trinity in Canada. That's been on my to-do list and I just need to fully commit and book it. So that's something I'm excited for. And also speaking of Trinity, she is coming back to California with Alana Bloomberg and Kaylee Stewart and I am so so excited I haven't seen those two since New York and I'm going to be spending the night with them in Laguna and I'm so excited to show them around my favorite spots there and I'm sure I'll visit them while they're staying in LA and it's going to be a grand time. I'm excited to see their beautiful faces again and show them my favorite place in the entire world. Alright, let's jump into the meaty chunk of today's episode. Let's talk dating and finding your mother freaking confidence and being single and navigating the crazy ass world of dating in your 20s. Saying that Frankie just projected herself through my door right now. It was shut and she pushed herself through it. Yep. Thank you, sweetie, for doing that. I appreciate you. Literally shut the door and now her paws are currently pushing through it, trying to get back in because she's pissed I just locked her out. Okay, so I think the most important advice I could give anyone that's dating in their 20s is learn to put yourself first before you get into a relationship with someone else. And I think that's something that's very, very important to me is I know that I prioritize myself. I love me more than I love anyone else because I know that I'm the only one that's going to be there for me. They're not guaranteed someone else for the rest of your life. Like, yes, someone may be there for the majority of your life, but there are going to be times where you are alone and you need to learn to be okay with being alone before you can be fully there for someone else. It's definitely taken a while to fully get there and I've had times where I've had filler boys that I've just kind of used to fill a void of emptiness because I was so scared of being one-on-one -on -one with my thoughts and how I felt and was just kind of afraid to face that side of me of learning to accept myself as I am, to accept myself without someone constantly providing compliments and feedback and someone constantly reassuring me to learn to be there to reassure myself. And I know you might feel kind of like a loser because especially for me, all my friends are in relationships except a couple and I'm the only one that's like really, really single Pringle and for a while I was just so embarrassed to like not have a boy texting me or be talking to a boy to be going on dates or to be hooking up with a boy. Like I think in my eyes, I felt that it made me less desirable, it made me less pretty or made me like ugly or shitty and like not a good personality like that kind of feeling is kind of what I associated that with when that there is no direct correlation whatsoever I think it is more important and more valuable 
to be alone and to not have someone reassuring you 24-7 and to grow in yourself, to know that I can reassure myself, I know my confidence, I know my damn worth, and I've built this one-on-one connection with me and myself. I have practiced through words of affirmation, through my daily gratitude, through my working out and learning to love my body the way it is. All these little steps have kind of played into me learning to love myself and me learning to put me before I put anyone else. And I feel like I've looked at some of my friends' relationships and I've definitely seen them lose themselves in their significant other. And I've kind of learned from their mistakes that that is not a place where I want to be at all. And it's kind of been one of the main reasons why I haven't really been ready to pursue a relationship and I also just haven't found the right person which we'll dive into that in a second but I've learned to know myself and I learned to know myself and know when I'm ready and when I'm not ready and for a long time I didn't feel ready because I did not feel that love and that connection with myself I knew that when I looked at myself I didn't fully love myself I didn't fully appreciate myself and I was going to put someone else before me because it would make me feel that void that I didn't have for myself. And so that was a big wake-up call because that's when I knew I need to prioritize myself and I need to learn to work on me before I can work learn to work on somebody else. That is my first step. Prioritize yourself. You are all you're going to have for the rest of your life. You might as well start loving yourself, start treating yourself with kindness. Learn to be alone with yourself. Practice self-care, practice working out, practice words of affirmation, practice putting you before anyone else. My next piece of advice in dating in your 20s is do not settle. Do not settle because you're afraid of being alone. Do not settle because you think that that is all you deserve. Do not settle for the bare minimum. Do not, do not fucking settle. It is better to be alone than with someone who does not deserve you. And that is a big thing. I have a couple friends who are in relationships where they are full on settling. And oftentimes you convince yourself that you're not settling. It's okay. It's what you want. You kind of change your mindset based off of like what the other person says or how they treat you. And you kind of, you basically are using cognitive dissonance. Like you are changing your beliefs very slowly based off of things that are happening. You'll accept one little bad thing, be like, oh, it's okay, it was a mistake. It'll happen again. You're like, oh, it's fine. Because your brain is slowly adjusting because your brain believes that is all. Because your brain starts to believe that that is all you are worthy of. And that is completely wrong. You are worthy of the best, absolute fucking thing in the entire world. You need to remind yourself that every morning you wake up, that you deserve nothing but the best. Do not accept the bare minimum. Do not accept the most boring, lame relationship just because you want a relationship. No, it is better to be single than to be in something that you don't want and to be in something that you don't deserve. You don't deserve to be treated like, oh, he bought me flowers like two years ago. He was so nice. No, that's not enough. You need to be with someone who is kneeling hands down on their feet 
afraid to worship you. And you should feel the same about that other person. I'm not saying it's a one-way street. Like you should be with someone where you are utterly obsessed with and you get butterflies and excitement every time you see them. And it should be the same both ways, not just one way. But it shouldn't be something where you're just staying at a comfortability because you are so afraid of being alone. Like that's not, it's not right. And I've seen a lot of my friends who are in these relationships and they definitely practice, again, cognitive dissonance. They change their beliefs and how they think based off of this other person because they're comfortable with them. They don't want change. They're afraid of change. And in their mind, they think that no one else is going to love them. It is better. It is a thousand times better to be alone than to be with someone just because you are so scared that no one else is going to love you. That this is all you have. Because that's so wrong. There are so many people in the world that are going to love you and that will treat you like the absolute idol that you are. So if you are in a situation and you just want a relationship or you're with someone that you've been comfortable with, but they're not treating you like you want to be treated, it's not worth it. At the end of the day, it's not worth it. It's not worth sticking in it and waking up five years from now and realizing you fucked up and you're not living the life that you wanted. It is not worth it. You only have now and you are in charge of your decisions. You can make a change and if you are not fully happy, make the change. Put yourself first. Start to love yourself and prioritize yourself. Do what's best for you, not what's comfortable, not because you don't want to upset the other person, not because it's easy. Do what's going to make you the absolute happiness. And I think that is a big, another big reason on why I haven't dated is or had like a serious relationship in my 20s is because I don't want to settle and I am around a lot of really good relationships and I love seeing my friends in these relationships because it sets such a strong example of what I want like I have my friend Chloe and her boyfriend Brayden and of course Trini and Brody are all Oh, and Gracie and Caleb, another great couple. Gracie, ugh, literally he treats her like the absolute queen. And looking at these relationships, I I just know that I don't want anything less than that. I look at the way like these couples look at each other and you can just feel the love. Like You can feel the commitment they have for each other and each one of them supports each other and lifts each other up. There is no one-sidedness out of these relationships and being around these people really really motivates me because I know that I don't want to accept anything but that like yes there's been times where I have felt sadness and kind of been like depressed and really taking it to a more personal level on why I have not had that feeling yet but it's not personal like you will find the right person when you find it there is no timeline that's going to guarantee when you're going to get it it's different for everyone everyone's on different paths but that person is out there for you so don't settle for someone who's not giving you everything that you want because you're distracting the time that you can take from finding the right person my next piece of advice is when you're going on these dates especially in your 20s don't go into these dates with false expectations. I'm a personal victim of this. I romanticize every single thing and I will literally go on one date and I'll be sitting there and I'm like, wow, what do our kids look like? What happens if we get married? Does my last name sound good with his? 
that's me. And I've definitely grown from this. Like, I'm not as bad as I used to be. Like, I used to be full. A guy would tell me I'm pretty, and I'd be like, oh, my God, so, like, what ring is he going to get me? That's how I used to be. Not anymore. We've definitely grown. But going into these dates, if we're going on dates, accepting it for what it is it could either be the best date of your entire life or it can be a good story to tell later it could be a good friendship to have or it could potentially be like a relationship but you don't know and you should go into it with the expectation of you don't know like whatever happens happens don't expect the most elaborate outcome because you're going to be disappointed they don't know like you can't you can't pretend that they can read your mind and that it's all going to match up to these this expectation that you have in your head it's not realistic going into it with an open mind of whatever happens happens and I am grateful for whatever learning experience I'm going to get out of it because at the end of the day this date it's a learning experience you know what you like you know what you don't like and you learn from that you'll learn like I don't like someone who blah 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 but I do like how he blah 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 like you, you can learn from it, even if it doesn't end up being something that you'll pursue long term. It's still a good experience that you can learn or a funny story because I've had a couple of those. But don't just don't go into it with false expectations because that's where you end up upset. Trust me, I've been there many times. It's really shitty and you don't want to be there. That kind of leads me into my next piece of advice on going in with without expectations is... While you're doing that, I think it's also important if you're looking for a long-term partner is to kind of create a list of non-negotiables. Like what are things that you are willing to negotiate in someone and what are things you're willing that are just like non-negotiables that you need that in a partner? That could be like a non-negotiable is like distance. Like are they close to you? Are you far? Are you willing to do long distance? Are they a certain religion that matches with you? Like, do they match your culture? Do you want to marry someone that's within your culture? Or are you open to others? Like, all these things are really important when looking for a long-term partner. Like, yes, go with false expectations, but also if you are looking to pursue something further, I think it is important to look at your non-negotiables. Like, for me, for me personally, my non-negotiables, I want someone that is extremely dedicated to whatever work they do, I want someone that has passion and that gets excited about whatever they do. It could be literally about reading a book or it could be about math. It could be about fixing cars. Anything in it, like literally anything. If I want someone that has passion and that has drive, I also want someone that is financially stable. Like I don't want a mommy's boy whose mom pays for their rent and does everything for them. Like I want someone who is independent. I also want someone who has future life goals. Like, I don't want to go on a date with someone who, or date someone who's literally like, I don't know, whatever happens, happens, you know, man. Like, I'm just here for the ride. Like, we've all been on dates with those guys. We all know how horrible they are. Like, you want someone that has a goal and that has, again, like a passion and a drive for a future. And those are big non-negotiables for me. And if someone doesn't have that, like, for me personally, I just don't really have that attraction towards them. Like, I... Even if I don't have that same passion with them, I just find it really attractive to listen to someone talk about something so passionately that they love. That one's kind of like a later down the line if you're looking to pursue someone long-term, but I do think it is important if you're at that stage in life to consider those. Like, again, even something as simple as like, 
having looking for someone with a drive looking for someone with goals looking for someone who financially independent looking for someone who is mentally stable that is a big one like we've all been on dates again with guys who are emotionally unavailable if you see a guy that is emotionally not there or not ready for something but says he is run straight for the hills you do not want to be a part of that I want a guy who is aware of his emotions and who is working on it because we're all working on handling our emotions, especially in our 20s. In our 20s, it's a whirlwind for everyone. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Some days we're happy, some days we're sad, some days we're angry, some days we're just there, like feeling nothing. And that's like a summary of your 20s. But being with someone who is aware of that, who is working on it and who practices wellness and wants to be their, their best self, That's so attractive for me, and that is a big non-negotiable for me. I want that. If I don't want a bum who has no ambition or no love for themselves, because I work so hard on loving myself that I want the same in someone else. Okay, this is kind of like an episode where we're just bouncing around from topic to topic, but I just have a lot to say, so I'm trying to kind of like rapid fire this. If we want to do a part two, we can, but I'm kind of just trying to rapid fire all my pieces of advice because I have so many because your girl has gone on a lot of dates let me tell you I've had some wins and I've had some L's that's for sure but I've seen this specific kind of topic all over TikTok recently I don't know what's with my free page but I've recently been seeing all these TikToks about situationships and getting over your situationships because I think those are some of the hardest things to get over because you are mourning the idea of like what if like it's the almost the what if the it could have been and sometimes it's harder than mourning like an actual relationship so recently i'll open up about a story that's a little bit personal that's kind of taking a lot for me to say because i don't really like to talk about it but there is a particular boy that i have kind of been the closest to ever having those deep inner OV feelings for. Um, we never dated situationship. It's been about four years of on and off kind of talking, hanging out, that kind of thing. I'm sure a lot of you guys have kind of been in that situation before, but it sucks. That's like the only thing I can say about it is it absolutely sucks. And for this particular relationship, it's gotten to the point where it is, we could sit and talk from hour, for hours and hours and I still feel like I have more to say. Like I'm so excited to talk about nothing and I get excited over the smallest things. And it's for me, I'm looking at it as I'm so grateful to have this opportunity and to be able to feel these feelings and to have someone that kind of mutually feels the same it's one of those relationships where it's kind of mutually understood how we feel about each other but it's going to tie into my earlier topics we're both very career driven and I think lifestyle has a big impact on relationships and it is something that I am not willing to compromise I love myself and I love me more than I could ever love him and I know that I am not willing to give up my career and my life for someone else. And that is so perfectly okay. Like we are 
21, 22 years old, older, younger, same thing. It's if you want to put you first, I think that's so important. And we have that mutual understanding of we each have our passions and our drives and we support each other, lift each other up. And that makes me so happy. Like it's, does make me sad because it's freaking, it is so shitty feeling these feelings and like not being able to really do anything about it because it just, it's not something I want to compromise and it would take more out of me than it would give me, I believe. But it is nice to feel that little glimpse of happiness. And it makes me excited because I know that there is someone out there that I will feel these feelings and I will get this excitement and they will have those stay up until 3am conversations non-stop laughing talks like I will have that again but with someone who more closely aligns with my lifestyle and what I want but it is just exciting to like appreciate that I am able to feel these feelings and I had someone that feels the same way for me and it kind of gives me the confidence and like I don't know like the support to know that I will feel it again. It's not the end of the world. Like, it is so shitty and it takes time to get over. But it makes me excited to find that person that will make me feel that way again. So, it's taken me a couple of years to kind of get over this situationship, as you might call it. And it is hard. It is rough. It's sucky because you're, again, you're literally mourning over the idea of the what if and then what could have been. And my biggest advice is just to take it as it is. Like it, it was a learning experience. You learn from it. You got to feel. And I think the ability to feel it is so important. And it is so, I feel like taken for granted. Like you got to feel that happiness. And you got to learn from it. And you got to feel sadness. And you got to feel, you got to be human. And you got to feel someone liking you. <laughs> and shitty because you probably got to feel someone hurting you. But it makes you stronger. It makes you a thousand times stronger and it makes you a hundred times better going into your next relationship because you have this skill set and you have all these tools that are going to benefit you for the next one. And it also kind of makes it clearer on what exactly you want going into your next relationship. Like, I liked this part of it, but I didn't like this part of it. And it can help you add to your non negotiables if that's it. But I think it's important to take it as it is. Like, it was a learning experience, it was a great time. And there is someone else out there for me that he just, he or she just was not the one for me. And coming to the acceptance of, the acceptance of knowing it was good, but it wasn't the one, I think is really important because I've taken time, but I've developed this kind of outlook on it on like, I care about this person so much that I want them to be happy. And I know they want me to be happy, even if it's someone else that makes them happy that makes me happy for them like I want them to find that person that aligns with them perfectly as much as they want me to find that person and I think it's it's so important to practice building up that outlook on it on they weren't for me but I hope they find that person and I hope I find that person which you guys both will and it's it's ultimately a big learning experience I could literally talk about it for hours because Unfortunately, I've had a whole pile of situationships I've had to get over, that one being the biggest one, but viewing it again as a learning experience, it is what it is. They weren't right for you, but there is someone that's right for you. And instead of being sad about it, look at it as a learning experience, as 
gratitude for being able to feel that and as excitement for you being able to find that person and them also being able to find that happiness that you guys both are looking for. Because at the end of the day, there is nothing more in the world that when you care about someone, you want them to be happy. And of course, I want this particular person to be happy and find that love feeling and get all their boxes checked off as much as I want for myself. And I think that's really important to, again, like I'm prioritizing myself first where I know that I want this for myself, but I also have the space to have the maturity to know like it it wasn't me but it's gonna be someone else for them and that's okay they weren't for me i weren't for them great experience sucks i'm not saying it's easy but just know that there is someone else waiting for you that's going to match up a thousand times better and you're probably gonna forget the situation ever even happened once you meet that person but it takes time it takes time. Don't rush it. Enjoy every little moment that you have with yourself, with your situationships, with the grieving of the situationships, and go back into just practicing self-love and practicing prioritizing yourself. My last piece of advice, because I know I've kind of rambled on in this episode, is finding confidence in being alone. This is a big thing that, again, I've, we've kind of touched on in the other pieces of advice, but love your fucking self love yourself practice confidence even if all your friends are in relationships and you are the only single one there you will be life at the fucking party take it for what it is don't dwell on the fact that you are alone look at it as i am alone but i will find my person i'm not going to dread because I'm, I'm alone here tonight i'm going to be happy because my time just has not come i'm going to soak it in on this time of singleness and time runs out so quickly so enjoy every single moment of life that you have don't spend your time wishing you had a boyfriend and wishing you were in a different point of life enjoy where you're at where you are at now enjoy it because you're never ever going to get that time back don't feel embarrassed because you're alone don't feel embarrassed because all your friends are in relationships and you're alone don't view it as you not being good enough or prettier enough because that's not right it's literally all about finding that right person and finding that connection. It has nothing to do with you being pretty or you being whatever you have built in your head. It's nothing to do with it. It's literally all about finding that right person where that connection builds off of. So enjoy that time. Enjoy the time that you have with yourself. As I keep saying, love your fucking self. Put yourself first. Because again, I think it's so important to have that relationship with, your, with yourself before you have it with someone else and make the most out of it like you're never going to get this time back so you might as well work it go get your free drinks at the bar who cares like go on your hinge dates get your free dinners do all of it because you're never going to get the time back there is no shame in enjoying your life and i think that not having a good time and not living your life in every chapter of your life to the fullest that's just something you're going to regret in the future so i think my biggest thing is enjoy it literally enjoy it you're never gonna get the time back live your life to the fullest and each chapter something new will come but don't keep waiting for the next chapter because at the end of the day you're going to end up regretting it because you're wasting your time waiting for something that's going to happen when it still might happen but at least you'll enjoy the first part of it 
while you're waiting for it to happen. Everything comes in the right time, and I think everything that is meant to be will be. I always say that it is what it is. It's probably one of my biggest things I tell myself. And if you're struggling, it will happen. What's meant to be, will be. All right, thank you guys so much. That was a really rambly episode. If you hate it, I am so sorry. You had to sit through it. Um, maybe send it to a friend and they'll have to kind of dread through it as well. But, <laughs> jokes. Um, but if you guys really liked it, please give me a five-star rate and review. And be sure to follow the Conversations with Kate Instagram, as well as my personal handles. It is underscore Kate Pope underscore post on TikTok all the time and on Instagram all the time. It would mean the world to me if you followed me. If you found me through the podcast, DM me and tell me where you guys found me because I'm really curious to know like where if you're coming from my TikTok, my Instagram, or if you guys are finding me through my podcast. I'm always so curious. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for bearing with this with me i feel like this is a really this was a really deep subject that i like i like talking about but at the same time i've struggled with it um but i am proud that i've come to this time where i'm taking it for like again it is what it is and i'm learning to accept that things happen for a reason and i feel like i built a i've built a lot of learning experiences to learn how to handle things and what the best approach is at least for me and especially For a lot of girls, I think this would help a lot. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will see you guys next week.